Thank you for listening to the Legacy Church Podcast. To connect with us, go to www.legacynb.com. Now enjoy this time of prophetic ministry from one of our services. Holy Spirit, speak right now. Speak to your people. Lord, search me and know my heart, know my anxious thoughts. Lord, if there's any way in me that is not aligned with you, bring it into alignment now. I invite you right now between you and the Lord. If there's any place that he's pointing out, a place of confession or repentance, do it now. Between you and the Lord. We reject and renounce every lie that we've ever made agreement with, God. Bring to mind right now any vow that we've spoken, any words that slipped off our tongues. We confess those times when we've not been in alignment with you and your spirit, Lord. We reject and renounce that spirit. We reject and renounce every spirit of anger, of fear. We reject and renounce every lie of unworthiness. Jesus. Reject and renounce every place of pride or a haughty spirit jealousy or envy. We reject and renounce the lie that there's not enough or that we're not enough or that you're not enough. We reject and renounce any agreement made with any dark force or entity in the cosmic realm. We reject and renounce it right now in Jesus' name. We reject and renounce the desire of worldly things and worldly ways. We reject and renounce the spirit of mammon. Some of you guys need to speak this out. Don't be afraid. It's not about anyone hearing you or looking at you or listening to you. This is between you and the Lord right now. This is a holy moment, a place, and a time and a season we're coming into on his calendar a place of holy awe and repentance. Now's the time to get right with the Lord. He made you righteous by his blood. And God, we're so thankful. But there will be no mixing in the body of Christ with any other spirit but his. He is a holy and jealous God. He is jealous for his beloved, and he will not share you with another. reject and renounce every place of limitation where someone else has spoken something over us we reject and renounce those declarations or decrees we reject and renounce every curse that was placed upon our family line knowingly or unknowingly we reject and renounce every spirit of Freemasonry, every vow of any fraternity or sorority where we made ritual with someone else other than you, God, we reject and renounce it right now in Jesus' name. We reject and renounce selfish ambition and vain conceit. We reject and renounce the spirit of depression and anxiety and mental illness. We reject and renounce every diagnosis that is not from heaven, you declared us whole, God. Jesus, 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 Jesus. We come into agreement with you and your holiness, righteous. We declare that we are your beloved, that we are whole in you and we are lacking nothing. We agree, God, that you gave us dominion, power, and authority in your name to trample every serpent 
every scorpion, everything under our feet. God, you have placed us seated in heavenly places in you at the right hand of the Father. Lord, in all honor and humility toward you, God, we thank you for what you did, Jesus. What you did, God. Jesus. There is no other. Lord, forgive any place where we have put our heart into another and exalted it up higher than you. We reject and renounce that, and we say you, God, are the only God. You are the God. You are the great I am. Jesus. 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 Now, if you're having a hard time entering into that, I'm going to ask you to be very brave, and I'm going to ask you to raise your hand. I believe freedom is available in this place right now. Thank you, Lord. It's between you and the Lord. All eyes closed right now. Just look at the face of Jesus. If you're struggling to enter in right now, raise your hand. He sees you. He knows. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Nothing shall hinder love. Nothing shall hinder love. He is love. Nothing shall hinder love. Nothing shall hinder love. Enter into love. Perfect love that casts out all fear. Perfect love destroys all heaviness. Nothing will hinder his love for you. Remember, remember right now a season in your life of extreme connection of joy, of peace. Remember the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, who brought you out of slavery. Remember the high place, the sweet place in him. We remember you, God. And we rend our hearts, Lord. But I ask any walls that we've placed up to protect our hearts, God. We kneel and surrender to you. I tell my soul to surrender to Jesus. Oh, my soul, why are you so downcast within me? The Lord is good. He is kind and he is faithful. He is just and full of mercy. And surely his goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. And you will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever and ever and ever. Teach us how to dwell in your house, God. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And Lord God, with every voice and heart that confessed, Lord, I thank you that freedom is in this room right now. We've sung it, we've declared and decree it, we've confessed, God. I ask right now, any place of deliverance that is needed in any person at the sound of my voice, that you, Lord, open the prison doors and you set the captives free. So we command every spirit of infirmity to go now in the name of Jesus. Every spirit of fear and of heaviness to go now in the name of Jesus. Love conquers all. We command every spirit 
It is not of you, God, to leave now in Jesus' name. Any spirit of witchcraft is gone now in Jesus' name. Every manipulation, every trauma, every bond that came in in trauma, we break every connection right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Every spirit must bow to the name of Jesus right now. Every spirit of infirmity, of sickness and disease must go now in Jesus' name. Every spirit of depression and heaviness must go now in Jesus' name. Every tormenting spirit that has been abusing his bride must go now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. There is freedom in the name of Jesus. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. There is no fear. There is no lack. There is no limitation. There is no ceiling. We live under an open heaven. Jesus. 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 Come. Release every grief, every heaviness, every loss, every abuse. It's gone now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Feel it flowing out of you and into him. Surely he paid for all of our sin and all of our iniquity of every generation past. Lord, we sever it now by the blood and the name of Jesus. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. Look what you did, Jesus. Look what you did, Jesus. And we are the reward. We are the reward, God. We are the reward, God. All for you, Jesus. It's all for you, God. We break off every spirit of religion right now in Jesus' name. Every controlling spirit must go in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Oh, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> yes. Yes, Lord. For the kingdom of heaven is righteousness. He has made you right in his sight. Righteousness. The kingdom is here. The kingdom of heaven is righteousness, peace. He is the prince of peace. We thank you, Lord. Let your spirit of peace fall right now. peace come. Let peace come. Thank you, Lord. As you lay me down beside the still waters. Thank you, Lord. You restore my soul. Thank you for peace. The peace that passes all understanding because we lay down our understanding. We thank you, Lord, that the kingdom of heaven is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So Holy Spirit, come and release joy into every heart and mind right now. Unlock the little children within as we remember what joy is like to play, to be free, to color outside the lines to skip and run where there's freedom and no hindrance. We thank you, God, yeah. <laughs> yes, Lord, we thank you. The joy of the Lord is our strength. It anchors us. <laughs> nice try, Satan. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> oh, Lord, thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. The healer and the restorer of our soul. The lover of our soul. We thank you. Thank you, Lord. 
Now, right now, I'm going to ask, we're going to move into a time of physical healing. If you need a physical healing right now, I'm going to ask you to stand, if everyone else will sit. If you need a healing in your body, come on, we're contending for the fullness thereof. If you have to stand every time someone asks or offers a prayer, I don't care how long it takes. It could be 10 years, 20 years. Guess what? A day is like a thousand years and a thousand years is like a day. What if today's your day? What if today's your day? If you need a physical healing in your body, stand. We thank you, Lord, that you are Jehovah Rapha. And we choose not to settle for anything less than what you paid for, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. I feel like the Lord is actually going after migraines today. If you have migraines or if there's been some torment going on in your mind, we went after that a little bit today. But if there's migraines, and again, I feel like nightmares and disruptive sleep is an issue if you're wrestling in the night. I don't know if it's shaken leg or whatever. There's something about that going on. If you feel a place of oppression in the night, please stand for healing and freedom there any other place in your body. I do feel like the Lord's doing something with ovaries uh, or with the womb. So if your womb needs to be opened or healed in any way, if there's PCOS or if there's a cyst on your ovaries, please stand. I believe the Lord is healing that today. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. And there's a bulging disc. Um, it's it's not in the lower back. It's like right in the middle right here. If you have a bulging disc, the Lord's healing that right now. And inflammation. If you've been struggling with inflammation of any kind, um, immune disorders, autoimmune deficiencies, anything like that, the Lord's healing that today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So every one of you who is seated right now, you're the, you're the ministry team. So look around and ask what it is that they need prayer for. And let's not ask begging prayers. Let's ask prayers of faith. God, I thank you that you want to heal this person. Find out what it is that they want gone. And with a, like a five-year-old prayer, we command that thing to go now and bow to the name of Jesus. Just begin to pray over that person. So go ahead and find someone who's standing. If you're willing to pray. Just ask them what it is they need prayer for. And we come into agreement with you, God. Just take a minute. We don't need the full backstory. We just want to know what's gone, what needs to go, or how long you've had it. On a scale of 0 to 10, if you can give us a number or range of where your pain is at, or if there's immobility of any kind, show the immobility. We thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, release healing right now, God. We cover everybody that needs healing right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. All pain must go now in the name of Jesus. All healing come right now in the name of Jesus. Muscles be loosened. Joints come into healing. Thank you, Lord. We command every disc and vertebrae to come into alignment right now, to be straightened in Jesus' name. All allergies and asthma must go in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Open our eyes to see, God, and our ears to hear in a fresh new way. No more need for lenses, contacts, glasses. Open the eyes to see, Lord. Open the ears to hear, God, clearly, without a need for a device. Deaf ears open now in Jesus' name. Jesus, Jesus, we thank you that you are Jehovah Rapha, you are healer. Now let's test it out. Test it out. If there's anything that you couldn't do before, move it around, feel it. Let us know, is there any pain decreasing? Do you feel any movement at all? If you feel any movement at all, if you feel like the Lord's touching you, will you please raise your hand for me? Raise your hand. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, thank you, Lord. We receive what you're doing right now. We don't always get an instant miracle. Healing sometimes takes a little bit of time. We got to press in. So we thank you, Lord. Even Jesus prayed twice for the blind man. 
And he did weird stuff like spit in his eye, put mud in there. Come on. Jesus. Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Heal. You're the healer, God. Straight in the backs, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we restore whatever chemical imbalances are going on in the brain. Also, Lord, we thank you that you're the great neurologist. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. All right, now pray again if you need to pray a second time. And wave at me if you feel like the Lord's touched you or healed you at all. If you feel like he's doing something, wave. Wave your hand up. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We step into it. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Lord. Two hands up in the sky if you're completely healed. Give me two hands up like this. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Ha, 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 ha. Do any of you want to share a testimony? Just giving you opportunity. Do you want to come up and testify? It's okay. You don't have to. I'm not going to make you. All right. No, not everybody likes to come up front. It's okay. Listen, he's good. Isn't he good? Let's give him a clap offering right now. Thank you, Jesus. You're the healer, God. Thank you, Lord. I'll have our prophetic team go ahead and come up and join me. <clears throat> Today is our encounter service. We do things a little bit different here. So if you're visiting, this is, this is church as usual for us. <laughs> but we do this on the last Sunday of the month uh, where, we, where we intentionally um, go after the supernatural gifts and ministry of the Holy Spirit. And so um, we have our prophetic team here. We're all still learning, okay? We're not all experts. We're all still learning. We're all still growing, just like all of you, and learning to, to hear and to discern the Father's voice and with his heart to be able to prophesy over you. Um, sometimes we get words of knowledge. It's factual information I shouldn't know about you. But a lot of times prophecy is an invitation into what he is doing. A lot of times it's actually confirmation of stuff he's already been talking to you about. He just needed to say it again through us so that you'll actually go, oh, yeah, that's really the Lord. Okay, so we know in part and we prophesy in part. So there'll be two or three of us that will prophesy over a few of you, um, whatever the Lord gives to us. Um, I will be coaching um, just so that you know, they know that's the risk of being put up here also is that we're all still learning and training, but I will sometimes be coaching and directing as well, just so you guys know. And we do that so that we can model to you. Again, none of us are perfect. This isn't a show. This is about the Holy Spirit. And we're just hungry to step in to want to do it more and to honor the prophetic. Um, there's been a lot of damage done in this ministry, and we want to restore it into its rightful, proper place, okay? Um, and so as the team may have some words, um, let's, um, yeah, let me, let me do that. We'll do corporate words last. Um, so we'll do individual prophetic words, um, and we'll have two or three prophesy over you. Um, and then at the end, remind me, y'all, to pass the mic, because I always forget to pass the mic um, before I do the corporate words, because sometimes they'll have words for people, and I didn't get a chance to give them the microphone, and then you guys run out the door, and we can't find you again. So we'll make sure that at the end, um, if you guys need to come up and receive a word, you will. Now, I also want to say this. Remember that you guys are supposed to judge and discern the word. Okay, there's revelation, interpretation, we do our best. You can also do interpretation, but you're responsible for the application. That's between you and the Lord. Okay, it needs to, it needs to land right. It will always line up with the word of God, the heart, and the character of God. That's, that's the test. It will edify, exhort, and give comfort. It will draw you closer to the Lord, not us, closer to the Lord and the heart of the Father. Okay? All right, you want to start? So I have a word for Cornelius. So when you were singing that prepare way of the Lord. I don't know the name of the song. Lion of Judah. Yeah, when you started roaring, the Lord spoke to me that you have been preparing way of the Lord. And you're a devout man who prayed you. And your voice was just so powerful. It was like releasing of Jesus' voice, just roar that's being released through your voice. I could hear it. And that you are definitely, God is setting you up to prepare way of the Lord and you're going to be waking up early in the morning and release roaring and your wife will have to put up with that <laughs> but God is doing it doing it in you yes I just heard uh, the Lord say that you have a heart of gold 
that when you get up and you speak, like she was saying, your words are very powerful. And actually, when you get up here, the angels are released. Like, we've seen it in the service, what God is doing through worship. And I just see this next season in your life as one of smooth sailing. Um, the Lord is going to smooth out your path in front of you, the path that he wants you to walk down. And as long as you stay on it, it's going to be smooth. So if things start to get rough, look to see if you're in the right place. Uh, I have, uh, while, while we were worshiping, I saw uh, an angel flying around in the room, and he had a quiver on his back, and he had scrolls in this quiver, and the, the scrolls were um, hope. And in my um, study this morning, um, Bill Johnson talked about the joyful anticipation of good, and that's the Hebrew definition of hope. And uh, what I saw is uh, over you, young lady, um, yes, this, this um, next season in your life is one of hope where um, you've been anticipating something good coming into your life, and, and it's Christmas. It's time to open up that present. And Ronnie Waldrop, you also, I saw him hovering over you. And Nicholas is walking. Oh, Nicholas. Yeah, you too. Uh, for, this, for the three of you, I saw specifically he opened up his, his quiver and, and put a scroll in your hands while you were worshiping today. So that's what I saw. Just add on? Okay, so I'm just going to add on that that hope he was speaking to is an identity statement that there's some identity things written on that and so it's not just a way of being it's who you are and so um, I just want to confirm that that hope is something not God, not just God seeding in you but it's part of how he's made you to be Catherine as I was worshiping today God started talking to me about you and I felt like what he was saying to me is that there's pieces of your personality that have been locked away and that he is unlocking those. And where you always tell stories of Stephen and what he's doing and he's the prophet. And I just really felt like God was saying, what happens when I put a deep gift of mercy in a prophet? And that's what I felt over you, that God is just saying that all those things, all those daydreams, all those things that you have, they think that, wow, God, that's just way out of what I could ever see happening. God said, no, that's not. It's not. It's me. Um, <laughs> I just really hear the Lord saying, Mother Spirit, and, and I do know, like, a little bit about you, but I, that's not from me. You know, I really feel like Holy Spirit saying something that, that he's really going to use that motherly spirit inside of you that you might have thought, you know, got forgotten, but that he's going to bring it out and he's going to use that for the people that he's put in your life. And I don't know in, in what way or what context, but I just, I just declare that over you. Anyone else for Catherine? Oh, Catherine, I just saw milk like a milk container and mama's milk. The cream has come to the top, and that is you. So this word is for Kelsey in the back. <laughs> so um, I feel like the Lord is saying that you're in a season of, like, dreaming big and going through a lot of persevering season, and there's a new project God is going to give you and birth something new. I know that you're so quiet, and, you know, people just think that, you know, you're just very quiet spirited, but you have such supernatural strength in you and that you have uh, this amazing dream and a plan that God is going to bring forth. I don't know what that is, but you should ask the Lord because it's something big and amazing. And I think it's related to what you're doing with the homeschooling. And what is your name, please? Yes. It was something that's been a big desire in your heart for a long time. 
that you've done a lot of praying about, and he said he's bringing it forth for you, that he's had you taking little steps of obedience, and that he has heard every cry that you've said, and so that what he has started in you, he's faithful to complete. Everything that you have spent the time praying about is coming to fruition now, and we just declare that over you. I just saw you as a little girl in school um, straining to see the clock, the chalkboard. And, and um, God is saying, I'm putting glasses on you so you can see them. Look, look through my lenses and see, um, see what I see. See what I see coming in your life. That's funny because I saw cheesecloth over you and the Lord using it to refine and, and, and get the good stuff. Okay, new word, uh, Julia. Um, is he's taking what he's already painted on your life, which is a lot of blues and yellows and whites and a lot of very colorful things. And I saw him just with almost streaking over it black. Which at first I was like, "What do you know?" Um, but he said he's putting definition on some of those dreams he's put inside of you, so he can put structure and order to it. And I feel like the things he's put inside of you that are just natural giftings, he's going to give you some actionable steps. And um, the word he used this week was um, dimensional revelation. So there's going to be dimensions of the revelations as he's, he's doing these things. He's not, like, messing it up, okay? He's actually giving order and structure to it. Yeah, the minute you said that, I, I heard law and order. So I don't, I don't know if you, like, want to become a lawyer or something. I don't know. But there's something about law and order for you that he's actually putting things into proper order and alignment for you. But I also feel like he's actually teaching you how to partner with him in exercising dominion and authority over things. Like, you're going to be the one, and I know this sounds really silly because it comes up all the time for me, but Gandalf standing with the post and going, those shall not pass, <laughs> right? Like, you're going to just define a boundary and be like, no more. That's enough. And there's a, a place of authority in your prayer life for that. It's in the secret place where he's actually going to strengthen you. It's like you going to the gym and working out that muscle. I feel like that's the muscle that he's going to be actually teaching you is in prayer and in intercession. And I feel like he's going to lay certain people, tr people groups, tribes, places, neighborhoods. I don't know what. I'm, I'm trying to color it very different because when people hear that, they think, oh, go to missions or something. I don't know. That may be on your heart, but I, I feel like it's something very specific like a group of friends or um, a particular people that are struggling in a certain area. There's something like that where the Lord is going to draw you into finding your people that you're called to serve, and you're the one who's going to stand in a place of authority and say, no more, that's enough, and you're going to release the blessing of the Lord over them. So thank you, Lord. I, I saw him giving you a backbone of steel, like stainless steel backbone that uh, you can use as, as the, his, his strength is going to be your strength. It kind of goes along with what Cindy said, but I see people coming up alongside of you as a tribe. Like people, there's been a cry of your heart, specific people in my life that stand like me, that speak like me, that can guide me and actually pull me up in the times of tough times. And Jesus is bringing specific people into your life that you're going to go, oh, okay, that's somebody that is going to stand by me and pull me up and we'll be there together. You know, a cord of three is not easily broken. Okay, so I'm going to do something a little bit different right now. I'm going to ask if you have never received a prophetic word before, will you please raise your hand if you want one? Anybody here never received a prophetic word before? Okay, there's one here never received a prophetic word. There's some littles who are raising their hand. They're hungry. Okay. All right. I just want you guys to see them. Can you guys raise your hand again one more time? We're going to scan the room. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> For Linda over there. Okay. All right. Okay. What's, what's your name? Levi? <laughs> well, you actually did stand out to me. And the word is identity word is I hear warrior. Like, you are a warrior. You don't, I, I feel like you may not feel that right now, but that he's calling that because it's inside of you and he's calling it out and up. And so I just declare that you hold on to that word 
of what God says you are. You're not just a child of God, but you are a warrior for the kingdom. So I work for Linda. <laughs> so when I want to say Linda, I just want to say Linda, 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 like that. Like, you know, God is calling you Linda, Linda, Linda three times, my beloved. And he's really drawing you into a place of intimacy where you're learning to hear God and enjoy God and delight in the Lord. And that God is calling you beautiful. And I feel like that you know that you're being called beautiful. This is a place of intimacy and taking away, like, you know, just resting in the Lord. So I think you're in an amazing season. The Lord is just speaking to you in your dreams, in your, uh, you know, devotion times, and your time of writing and reading. And it's going to catapult into that and just dream with God. She kept saying Linda, Linda, Linda. It made me think of that little video. I'm sure you had to have seen it. Linda, Linda, Linda. Listen, Linda, Linda. Listen, 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 Linda. Right? Okay. That's what I heard. And it just goes with what the word that she said. He's like, he's not scolding you, but it's like, listen, listen, listen. You hear me and you know me. Don't doubt what you hear. Listen, Linda. Beautiful one. My beloved. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. I heard the same thing. And I hear him saying to you, I hear you. So listen, Linda, but he's hearing you too. And everything that's in the depths of your heart that you've been like, I don't want to talk about this, he's heard you. He placed that in you, and it's going to blossom. Just kind of confirming, you know, Cindy was talking about the way that he was speaking to you, and that was just the word that came to my mind was soft. Like, he's gentle, and he's soft, and, and that's our God. You know, sometimes we perceive the way we might perceive our Heavenly Father or other, you know, men um, around us, but that's not who he is. He's gentle, and he's soft, and he's caring. I, Linda, I just see you sitting at the kitchen table and um, having a conversation with God over a cup of coffee, and he is that intimate with you that he wants to sit down with you and he he wants to um have that open conversation with you a and you hear what he says um and he he definitely hears what you say um he's very very proud of you and he says you're a wonderful mother yeah can we get the girls over here so um with the pink hairband my dear, I'm just going to call out your gifts. I see wisdom all over you, child. And um, your little sister who's hiding over there has a gift of meekness all over here. That, that's not a common gift nowadays, right? And that's not just being, like, humble. Meekness is a gift. You can hold your head high, but you don't have to be boastful and loud about it, right? But that's a gift God's given you, okay? But the little one with the hairband, she's branded with fire. And <laughs> I see that. She's branded with fire, but there's a hunger in her that's going to constantly want to be fed. And, um, and I hear the Lord saying, sowing and reaping, sowing and reaping. And what you sow, you will reap. When, and, and that's the principle that she's going to learn as she learns to steward the boundaries that she needs with the Lord and with you guys in terms of honor. But there's joy in her that's going to come out and color outside the lines. She's made for stages. She's made to speak. She's made to sing. She's made to whatever it is, the gifts that are inside of her she's made to be seen and heard and it's the voice of the Lord that's going to come through her as she is a word of encouragement like she doesn't just give words of encouragement she is a word of encouragement um, to people and so I, I just I bless this family father as they steward this gift Lord as they steward um, the the expansion that is inside of her God and how it spreads Lord like wildfire within her and I thank you for the supernatural power of joy that she is a joy starter like a fire starter but it's a joy starter and so we thank you for that Lord and we thank you God that you are the God of order not chaos so you will bring the order to it so that it grows and multiplies proper and to the sister who has meekness and peace um, you're an anchor you're somebody you're the calm in the storm you're the one who's going to speak truth and speak wisdom and speak a settling over people I feel like you have the gift of healing in you that your words are healing but your touch is healing your presence is healing that you 
carry a place of peace within you, that you're, you're the best friend of everyone's friend. Like everybody's going to want to be your friend because you're the sweetest friend. But there's also a boundary that the Lord is going to teach you as well to know not to overgive, but to be able to know your value and your worth in the Lord and to say just enough or do just enough and no more. Um, and I thank you, Lord, for that. And I thank you. And I just bless the family right now, Lord, as they just steward the treasures that these girls are, Father. I thank you for their marriage and for their household. And I thank you for the multiplication that is coming in them. We thank you for the fruitfulness. The harvest is here over you. I heard that right now. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. So, okay. Um, okay. So, Kelsey's son. Uh, is that Luke? Okay. So, yeah. Um, I feel like um, you you have um, this thing with with playing with the Lord and using your imagination with God, that He's gonna give you actually visions. Um, he's going to give you, like, he's going to tell you about who he is as you're playing with him. So I want to just encourage you as you're playing with God, that's your time of prayer with the Lord. And he's going to talk to you about who he is and who you are. So that playtime is a special time with God. Hi, what is your name? Amy, I just uh, heard the Lord I uh, wanted to release to you that you think no one is seeing you, but he is seeing you. He is seeing you in your heart, and uh, he simply wants you to draw near to him, and he'll draw near to you and spend the time in the word with him because that's where he's at in his word. He loves you very much. As the, as that little dog in your arms is being comforted, he is comforting you. You love that little one so much. He loves you even more. So just embrace that love and accept it from him. And listen for his voice, and he'll direct you. And you have a decision to make in the future, and he's going to direct those paths you where you need to go next, yeah. okay? That was the prophetic word. Did you hear it? That's okay. Did you hear it, though? You had to hear it, because it's one thing to bring comfort, and he was comforting you, but there was a, there was a, a gift of, of, of how to hear and what he's going to be doing in that. And I actually feel like there's a corporate word that I'm going to release with you, too. Does anybody else have a new word? I feel like there are some choices coming up soon that you feel all alone in at this time. But he is literally closer to you than that dog is right now. He knows before anything happens. He already knows what's going to happen. The plan's already been taken care of. And he says whatever he has begun in you, he's faithful to complete. And so every single need decision, hope, plan for your future has already been resolved. You already have everything you need. And so we just declare that forward for you right now. Full wholeness and restoration. And so I just feel like as we draw close to the Lord, like the closer we are, the brighter we shine. You know, we try to shine outside of his presence, but the only way to truly shine is in his presence. So as you are drawing closer to him, you know, um, you know as Chris was saying, is that you might feel like that, that you're not seen, but you're going to start to shine. And it's not going to be because of the way that you're not going to shine. So I'm drawn to your boots, stripes, striped boots. And you are made for war. And you have strong walk. And no one's going to touch your little dog just like that. No one's going to come against you. And you have a warrior inside of you, a warrior spirit that's going to birth out of you. And you're going to stand and walk and apply that stripes of Jesus, Jesus already had paid for. Okay, so I'm just going to give this word now then. Um, if you're wearing boots, I want you to stand up. If 
you're wearing boots, I want you to stand up. The Lord picked my outfit today. <laughs> I'm like, this is really bright, Jesus, but okay. But, um, but yeah, but he's like, well, we're bringing in the orange because we need courage and boldness here. And uh, we did, uh, a couple of us went out to um, some land yesterday and did an exercise of cleansing land. And um, a a warrior spirit was kind of within all of us. And there's a lot of Native American stuff that we were breaking off. And I've got a little Cherokee in me. And so that part of me really kind of came out yesterday and today. and, and, um, And I felt like when we were putting on boots... Now, the last time I gave a word about boots, I was like, is it the same one? He's like, no, because I wanted to say these boots are made for walking. He's like, no, these boots are made for stomping. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, you're going to crush the head of the snake. You're going to crush the head of places and territories. And so he's given you authority. Um, There's another corporate word about authority and dominion I'll give in just a little bit. But there is a, a, a very specific thing. Hear me now. There is a very specific thing that you're going to crush the head of Satan over. You're to name it. You're to declare declare it, that this thing is no longer going to rule or reign. It is not going to nip at my feet anymore. It is going to be crushed, and it's going to be stomped, and it will die and end now. There's something, there's a, there's a shifting season where you're like saying, there's no more in here. It is now crushed. It is under my feet. So I just feel like you need to do this prophetic act, and you need to just like crush it like you're just smashing a bug and rubbing it in, like you're just going to kill and destroy whatever that is. But you need to know what it is that you're... He's like, you have been given authority because all authority in heaven and earth has been given to him and he is within us. And so there's a time of each of you who are standing right now wearing these boots to take territory, take dominion over whatever it is and saying that is enough. Amen? Amen. Amen. Thank you. Anybody else have a, a quick word? So um, as I was pressing into 10 days and preparing my hearts for it, um, I feel like the Lord gave me two dreams this morning. And I'm not going to go into detail because it's a little gross and you won't understand it. But I saw lots and lots and lots of um, toilets. And, and uh, they were all shut. Every single toilet was shut. And then they were handing out these little uh, cups, you know, for you to go in. And it was overflowing. and It was gross. And I feel like the Lord is saying, you know, there's, um, we feel like, you know, we just have like small portion. And I'm not talking about repentance for the same thing that you have repented of, but continue to release. And I also had a dream that my parents were visiting me. Okay, my parents were known for prayer. They're Koreans, right? And I was continuously teaching people Korean language. Korean is known for prayer, okay? Not that I have really prayed as a Korean, but I think it is, um, it is my heritage. And therefore, he's igniting that. And it, he's bringing it. And it was an so I had one house that was completely empty. There was no furniture, no pretense. And the Lord doesn't want anything else but that time of pressing in and consecration. And for the next 10 days, 10 days of all. So whether you can participate at 630 or not, this is not an advertisement. But it is a special appointed time for the Lord to meet with you. When the Lord says, I want to meet with you, it's a good idea to meet with him. Because he has his own thing that he wants to release and it's not just into your life but those things are that comes with you seeking the lord but he wants to release fiery revival and this meeting that i went to with Cheon, he said lou ingle always said revival is jesus arrival i just loved it <laughs> jesus is going to arrive And we will manifest Jesus, and that is what revival is all about. So let's press in and seek in, and the Lord really wants us to press in and seek in. Abandon all the the other agendas and just seek the Lord. In Korean? Korean language? Yes. So, 하나님 아버지, 기도의 힘과 능력을 모두에게 주십시오. Amen. I love it. Okay, now if you guys have a word for somebody, point them out so that they'll come find you at the end. Uh, where did that couple go? Hey, man, it's good to see you. But there was a couple that was 
you guys right there. Like the Lord just highlighted y'all. And that might have been y'all. I, I wouldn't have my back to y'all, so y'all probably, the kids were being prophesied over, right? But what I saw kept in my spirit is I saw that the Lord has given you a shovel, a saw, a scalpel. And all three have a unique purpose. They can be things that you actually dig things up, and you can actually be things where you dig to plant. And the Lord's teaching you what to dig up and what to actually dig to plant. And then with the saw, there's going to be some things that you're supposed to both to chop down and then dig up the roots. But then there's some things that you're having to prune a tree. And when you get a larger tree, uh, uh, prune cutters aren't going to work for a tree. You have to prune it with a saw. And I saw what the Lord is, is he's, he's grown some things inside of your life that are fantastic, and all of them are good, but he says, I want to grow them bigger, so much so that he's going to have you cut off some stuff that you thought, certainly this limb is going to be here for years and years to come. And the Lord goes, no, it's time to cut that off because I have something that's even grander and even larger that, that's going to grow in its place, and you have to be willing to be able to cut it off. And then finally, I saw what the scalpel was very unique was, is that there was these acorns that were on the edge of these, these uh, gigantic leaves, and they weren't wanting to shake loose off the ground. And you were very carefully taking a scalpel so you didn't damage the tree so it could reproduce more acorns as it went down the road. But with that scalpel, you were able to cut, and then that's what you were planting in the, in the ground. And I feel like the Lord is going to do something in your life. You already know what it is. But he's wanting you to actually be able to press in deeper and ask him for things that are bigger than you've ever asked for before. I think he's going to challenge you. Say, you're not dreaming big enough. If, if you settled for what you have now, it would be fantastic. But that's not the best thing I have for you. He says there's something that you're going to have to press into. And, it's, and what I heard the Lord say, a level of abandonment to what has been in order to be able to step into what will be after the greater. In Jesus' name. Corporate word. Yeah, I, I feel that God is calling us as a church to um, be the, the voice that fights against fear. You know, there's so much fear in the nation today. And he's rising up people from this church to... Um, tell them the truth that that God tells us 365 times not to fear for a reason you know in the Bible he tells us that every day and fear is um, is from the enemy it's not from God he gives us the power of love and a sound mind you know so um, I think that in this season he's calling this church to be the voice of reason against fear. So I, I release that in this room. I release that over all of you and your family, that um, you will be the, the voice of reason and the, the prophetic voice that brings um, peace and joy and love into everyone's life that you meet. In Jesus' name. So... I just really felt strongly in my spirit to, um, to just declare break every chain on the spirit of infertility. So, and I know, like, you know, specifically, I, I've had not, you know, knowingly, you know, people ask for a prayer, not because they know anything of my testimony or my story, but I just really feel like the enemy comes to still kill and destroy. And his number one thing is to want to destroy mankind. And, you know, we saw it like when they were trying to kill all the the males and we see it now with the generations and the gender and and just and just trying to stop because I feel like that there is there is power in the next generation that they are rising up and so I just declare that that is broken in the name of Jesus that we don't his timing is perfect it's not always in the way that we think or imagine it's not it may not even be biological but yes he does he calls us to be fruitful and to multiply so if you are struggling with just wanting that wound open whether it's for a spiritual, being a spiritual mother or father, or being a biological mother or father, father, I just ask right now that you open, open those doors, you open those wounds, and we break the spirit of infertility no more, that the next generation is rising up for your kingdom, for your kingdom. And we just thank you right now for what you're doing, that you are opening those, those wounds, you're opening those doors, and we thank you so much, Jesus. Yes, amen, amen, that's good.
That's good. And I feel like that was confirmation of a word of knowledge I was telling you guys about, about the womb and stuff too. So I feel like that was confirmation. So um, real quick, I've got a couple of corporate words. And one of them is um, just to be able to explain a little bit, you guys, many of you may know, especially as we're going into these 10 days of prayer, it's the 10 days of awe. So tonight, because the Hebrew calendar starts tonight at sundown, it goes from sundown to sundown as was counted as the day, right? So today starts Rosh Hashanah, which is the head of the year. It's the beginning of the new year and the Jewish calendar. We have 10 days of awe because it's about repentance, about coming into repentance and, and holiness. That's why we moved into that. I felt like the Lord wanted to go after some things in our hearts and our minds and our souls to deal with some things. And we have to confess, not just confess sin, but we have to confess making agreement with what he says. That's what that word actually means is to say what God says is true. Um, and so I felt like we were doing some of that also corporately, not just in this house, but over the city. I feel like he's severing and breaking off several things. Um, five, seven, eight, three is the year that we're entering into. And you're going to see lots of prophetic words come out between now and January or February or whatever about that from the different prophets. But what I do know is the 80s, because it's 83, the 80s is, is going to be about the mouth that is speaking and what are we speaking. And the number three is really representative of righteousness. And so this is going to be the year of recompense. It's the year of justice. It's the year of truth. It's the year of coming into alignment. It is the year of recompense. And so this is the season where we make the enemy pay and we're coming into fruitfulness this next year. And that's what this shift is about. Now, I'm going to tell you my language for this. Revival is personal. Revival means what was once alive died and now needs to come back to life again. Revival starts with me say that. Revival starts with me. Now, we might think revival as in move of God, as in the tent meetings or whatever it is, right? And a lot of people think that. Let's pitch a tent. We're going to have revival. Revival is going to break out in the churches. But guess what? It's not going to be just in the house. It's going to be through the house, but it's going to be out there in the world because that's where we belong. That's what the kingdom is about. The kingdom is forcefully advancing. It's the violent, the aggressive, the hungry, right, that lay hold of it. And that's what he's doing is he is calling each of you into whatever sphere of influence you have. I want you to think right now about where your house is, about the neighborhood and the street that you're on, about the route that you drive from your house to the store, to work and back, every route that you take, and he's going to start taking you into different routes because there's different territory he's going to have you start taking. I'm just telling you right now that I feel like this is a season, not only the culture shift that's coming, okay, that is a kingdom renaissance that is taking place. We talk about reformation. We talk about revival. Reformation is something else, okay? It's about an establishment of the ecclesia of the government body of God to declare and decree some things. But there is, in my opinion, I, the funny word has been revivolution because I'm like, well, what's that, Jesus? You know, it's not really a revolution. Like, he's like, no, a kingdom renaissance means a complete culture shift is taking place. And we are the ones who are going to shift the culture. We already severed Roe v. Wade. There are so many other things that are going to be coming to light now. Now, more than ever, every vote, every voice counts. And it's necessary for you to begin to take territory now. Now, in this season, it is not lost on me that eight years ago yesterday is when we moved into New Braunfels. And eight is the number of new beginnings, new chapters, new territory. The Lord would not let us in until September 24th of 2014. And that day was Rosh Hashanah. So the Jewish calendar is very important to the Lord, and he only invites us in to participate and to ask. If you don't know about it, go hunger, go search, go study it out, ask him what he's saying. But let me tell you now, in the 10 days of all, it's about you coming into alignment with the Lord and repentance, right? Him seeking your stuff, coming into alignment. But then Yom Kippur, remember, is the one high holy day of the year where the high priest was allowed to go in to go into the Holy of Holies, okay? Um, that, when we think about John the Baptist's father, Zechariah, having to go in or whatever, and he meets the angel in there too. Like there's so many stories in Scripture. If you go look it up, what does this mean? For us, the, tor the, the curtain was torn, okay? It was torn top to bottom, which was impossible, I think, right, the other way. So top to bottom, and it was a very thick curtain, not like your normal little curtain on a window, okay? But when, when the crucifi uh, crucifixion happened, that curtain was torn. It severed its way so we can boldly approach the throne of grace with confidence. This is what I believe the Lord is saying. It's not just for those who have boots, because he's given us all boots. He has declared that we're all kings 
and priests unto our God. And as I've been praying for the last month, a client had asked us to come out and to pray over some land that she has, very strategic land in this region. And as we were praying, not just specifically for her and the family, it was more than that. It was for the region. It was for the city. And we began to pray, and specific words of knowledge were coming about. And as I continue to pray about this, I feel like this is actually a corporate word. It is time to get your house in order. It is time to cleanse the land. Now, I've not done a teaching on cleansing land in here in a very long time. In fact, I think it was 2017 when we found the link. I did a whole teaching on the courts of heaven and intercession from the courts of heaven. But there's a one-hour thing. If you look for cleansing land, it is on our church website if you want to listen to that. But here's the basic principle. I want you to think about every area in your life that needs to come into order that you have some level of control of partnering with. Now I'm talking in the basics. When the Lord gave me this word, it was three years before we moved from uh, um, Abilene and he said, get your house in order. That was my word for the year. And I knew in my spirit, oh, that means we're going to be moving. So we need to start fixing some things and getting the property ready. And we need to start repairing some stuff or doing some updates. That was the first level in the physical. If you have clutter in your home in any place, If you right now visualize you walking in your front door and there's a couple little spots that I know I can see in my house, the Lord said, take care of it today. It's time to clean house. It's time to be able to get things in order, whatever it is. It's time to get rid of the old things that you've been hanging on to and haven't looked at in a really long time. If you haven't touched it in a year, you probably don't need it. Okay? Now, I'm not talking about minimalism. I'm not talking about like, like, I'm just telling you this is about order. This is a prophetic act. Are you hearing me? I'm not talking about just cleaning your house or hiring the maids to come. I'm talking about notice the things that you have ignored. Whoa. Do you feel that? Notice the things that you have ignored and come into alignment with a good father. If the king was coming to your home today, because he's coming, he's coming. Okay, so get your house in order. What does that look like in the physical? What does it look like in the spiritual? What does it look like in the emotional? Okay, there are relationships that you need to address and deal with, and you're the one that needs to make the first move. I hear the Lord saying, you have been given the spirit, the ministry of reconciliation. You do your part. You leave the rest to the Lord. They may not respond. That's not up to you. Their response is not up to you. But if there's any place in your heart where there's bitterness, unforgiveness, or anything, if the Lord's leading you to do something to try to make it right, make it right. Even if it's just needing to forgive that person, I'm just going to ask the Lord to direct you in that. But it's, again, get your house in order. Do you not know that your body is the temple of the Lord? Get your house in order. I've been on a health journey for several years since entering into menopause faster than I was supposed to and earlier than I was supposed to. But I'm going to tell you right now, my body is healing and it is restoring and it is coming into alignment because I've made very serious decisions to get my stuff together. Okay, I'm just telling you right now, I'm spending more money on doctors and supplements than I've ever done before, and I'm doing the stuff. I'm doing the food. I'm doing the things necessary to be able to get my body in order because I want to be in it for the long haul and ready for whatever assignment the Lord's going to give me. Get your house in order. Are you hearing me? Get your house in order, whatever that is. It's time to not be complacent, but I break off shame off of you right now. If the enemy is coming to, con- to convict you in any way or condemn you in any way, that is not God. He is a loving father who is going to, like a father, say, hey, it's time to clean your room. Hey, it's time to do your chores. Hey, it's time to step it up. Hey, it's time to take care of you. Hey, it's time to honor what I've given. Steward what I've given. What does stewardship mean? It means multiplication. It doesn't mean hold on, hang tight, guard it, hide it in a hole. What does it mean? It means to shift it off, then it needs to go. It's time to get the house in order because God is going to be bringing order to his house. He will always start with us first to cleanse and to get things right and in order so that then he can use us to do the things that he's calling us to do outside of here. Do you hear what I'm saying? 
So I'm saying this to you with joy. I know that was firm because I felt like that was the discipline of the Lord, okay? But I'm telling you right now, there's a lot of really good stuff coming. A lot of blessing and a lot of recompense is coming. It is harvest season. It is harvest time, okay? And, and he is the Lord of the harvest. And I hear him also declaring Psalm 23 over the year of 23, that this is the time of the good shepherd. It's the time of you coming in to the secret place. It's the time where the valley, the shadow of death, there will be no more fear and there'll be no more death. I declare and decree that in Jesus' name, that we're coming into the promised land. Now, there may be some giants in the promised land, too. you got to deal with those. But it's about going in with worship. It's about marching over Jericho. It's, it's all of those stories, you guys. Go into the word and ask him where he's taking you in this season right now. Where is he taking you in this season? I keep hearing stuff about walls, whether it's the walls of Jericho that need to come down or it's the walls around Jerusalem that Nehemiah needed to build. Some of you have to do one and some of you have to do the other and maybe even both. And I pray right now, Holy Spirit, that you give wisdom and revelation into what you're saying as you are corporately taking us into new territory. I declare and decree, God, that you are the God of breakthrough and you are the God who will deliver. And so I thank you, Father, that you're taking us into new land and new territory and we will stake the ground that you have given to us. We will cleanse the land of all sin and defilement. And we will bring it into the holy of holy. God, because we declare everything that you've given to us belongs to you, God. And we thank you, Jesus, for it. And we thank you that you have made us stewards of all of these things over our people, our families, our land, our property. God, you said we are holy as you made us holy. So I thank you, Lord, that this is holy ground and our homes are holy ground. I thank you that our workplaces are holy ground. Every place where we step our foot, we take dominion and authority. That was your first command, take dominion over all the earth. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that the kingdom is advancing. <laughs> the kingdom is advancing, Lord. And there will be celebration and joy and laughter. We thank you. We thank you for the victory is here. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us as we seek first after God's kingdom and release it to transform lives and cities. If you would like more information about how to grow in the kingdom or connect with Legacy, go to our website, www.legacynb.com.